Welcome into the In the Money podcast at Keeneland for Thursday, April 21st. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. The pick four, late pick four, starts in the sixth race, so we'll take a look at that. Uh, We'll remind you that the Keeneland Turf 3 bet is back on the Thursday card, starts in race four, and then includes two of the races in our late pick four discussion. Uh, The first one is the sixth race, which is a mile on the turf, starter allowance for three-year-olds and up. And I really struggled deciding where to go with here. Changed my mind two or three times. Where did you end up? I have I have four horses that I really can't separate here. I've got um, I, I went I went to the one horse I, I I couldn't make up my mind between the two, three, and the four. I don't know if that's the same horses you got or not. But yep. they they all look alike. They all look like they they can run in the low eighties buyer wise. They they raced at the same level. Um, Fieldstone was probably the one I prefer of those three because uh, the last race was at Keeneland and, and ran okay with an 80 buyer, and, but the horse has been off since October. The one that I, the one I uh, finished on, though, was a horse that I hope will fly under the radar, and that's the eight Optimus Cat for Wayne Lucas and Mitchell Merle. Um, this horse has some hidden form. A lot of people just look at the last couple races in a in a, in a racing form or a program and just say, well, this horse didn't run very well. Well, the horse didn't run very well at Oakland on the dirt. So if you take those two races out and go back to the Keeneland race, uh, he was in the same uh, same race as, or the same race as the Fieldstone, the four horse, and they finished right together. Uh, actually, Optimus Cat finished third and Fieldstone um, finished seventh, got beat by two and a half, but it was kind of a blanket finish. So I think Optimus Cat here is my pick, just hoping that somebody will look at those last two races and say he's on a downward slide. He's not. He just doesn't like the dirt. I don't know why they tried him uh, on the dirt, because he had been consistent on the turf. But uh, Lucas has a an Oakland string, and there's no turf course there. So I think he just got a couple races in him, and he's live here. I'm going to also use Eyes on Target for Mike Maker, Hawk of War for uh, the other maker for Louis Saez. So Maker has a double-barreled entry in here with eyes on target and hawk of war with two great jockeys so i think he's got a big shot but two three four eight for me i ended up on uh, the four i think this horse might drift up a little bit from five to one because you got a couple of makers in here and uh some other uh notable connections and we might get a little better price on fieldstone i thought uh, the horse has a good record at a mile and sharps numbers off a layoff are really good I think I mentioned this yesterday, a note that Jeremy Plunk had in his uh, post at Keeneland.com where he analyzes trends from past meets and that uh, last year this was a time when uh, Sharp's barn started to heat up and sometimes trainers kind of repeat patterns at meets. And so I'm going to take Fieldstone on top, the two makers, Hawk of War and Eyes on Target. Our country off the the 80 buyer, two races back, thought was worth including. A little intrigued by the one counter-strike just on the, the wake-up last time, and now he's getting back to the surface that he's bred to be best on. If the 13 draws in, I thought that race on opening weekend where he was fifth with an 80 buyer was uh, a nice effort, and um, that was a better field than this one, I think. So um, I think of the moment could be dangerous if he draws in. And now I've got to include Optimus Cat as well. You make a good point there. So I'm going to add that one to the list. But I will take Fieldstone on top. But as you can tell, it's uh, not a strong opinion in here. Seventh race is for Maidens, Phillies and Mares 3 and up, 
They'll go a mile and a 16th. I took the inside horse, Tiffany's Mo here. I think with Rosario, uh, I don't know if there's a whole lot of pace in this race. I think this horse could seize the lead. I think uh, Tiffany's Mo is bred to really like longer distances. And I think that with the, the favorable draw could get this one home at a little bit of a price. Uh, Silver Leaf, second, uh, improved in the second start for the McPeak Barn and now getting back to two turns could be the ticket for her. Uh, Falconet for Pletcher, going to take a lot of money, but uh, I'm not wild about that number nine post position. And uh, horses just had the one start. It was, it was solid, but not spectacular. So with a low price and a bad post, I'm going to try to beat Falconet. Uh, Friendship, uh, is it Friendship Card? Uh, coming Friendship off, Road. Friendship Road. Road. Coming off uh, her best effort yet for the McGahee Barn in her third start. So if she continues to improve, she'd have a, a chance in here. But I ended up taking Tiffany's Mo. Um, but, again, not a real strong opinion in this race either. How about you? Well, I had a little stronger opinion than you. I really like mine for passion, the horse that you didn't mention for Brian Lynch. And uh, the reason I like this filly is you mentioned when you talked about Tiffany's Mo. there's not much speed in here. There's there's very little speed in here. Uh, Falconet, the nine, it's the other horse I'm going to use, uh, breaking from the nine hole, probably isn't going to get the lead. And stretching out from seven furlongs, I don't know if she really wants, you know, at, at this first time, um, a mile 16th for her. So, um, I, I think mine for passion, if you toss that last race, looks like she had a contested pace, went off at two to one, and she gave it up, got beat by 10, but she was right in the race until the very end. Jimmy Graham takes them out, and there's nobody better at, uh, at milking a horse with the front end. And I think mine for passion can get the lead here and take them a long way. And I'm only going to use Falconette. That uh, debut was very impressive. And she's in a nine hole, but she was in a ten hole last time out and almost got to the lead and just got beat by a head at Gulfstream at seven furlongs. So uh, out of Uncle she's bred to go longer. So I don't think the distance will be a problem for her. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stick on those two, mine for passion and Falconette. The eighth race is an allowance. It's uh, essentially a non-winners of three lifetime for fillies and mares, and it is a mile and a half on the turf. Where did you land in here? Yeah, these races are always so tough. I mean, you got to look at horses that have got the experience at the distance. If you if you got experience at Keeneland, it's a plus. Uh, some of these have experience at Keeneland. They didn't do very well, but um, I went four deep in here. Probably settled on disappearing act for Baltus. Um I don't like California race horses coming out of California to Keeneland. They haven't done that well, but this horse has raced against some really good company, Norma Jean B, Nice Blanche, uh, going to Vegas. So has raced against some high optional claimers out there on the West Coast. Uh, stretched out last time out to a mile and a half for the first time and may have learned something and uh, almost won for Pratt. He takes them out back here and he got beat by Nice Blanche last time out. So this mayor may have finally found what she's looking for, and uh, I'm going to use her. Got to use Go Big Blue Nation. I assume that you're going to use that, too, being a U.K. Wildcat. Uh, but the numbers look really good for her, for Grand Motion. Uh, been off since November, but was in the high 80s and low 90s last year and ran really well at Kentucky Downs in a $500,000 race. Flanagan's Cove for Sid McGahee, been off since November, uh, coming out of Aqueduct, but won a race at Keeneland, so one for one at Keeneland, stretching out to a mile and a half for the first time. And I'm going to use Gladys, outside horse for Le Peru, who 
uh, is on the schneid here, but uh, may get off with this one. This horse has a lot, of, a lot of natural speed and also stretching out for the first time. I'm going to take half of them, but uh, Disappearing Act is a very, very lukewarm pick for me. Yeah, I have the same skepticism about the, the California ship, but uh, I've got her second on my list just because of the other factors that, that you mentioned. And, you know, Pratt in the saddle doesn't hurt either. But I took Big Blue Nation on top, not because of the name, although that doesn't hurt, but uh, I love uh, Graham Motion in these turf marathons. He seems to uh, have some, some good, good ones ready for these uh, long races at Keeneland. And uh, this horse has run well in stakes races in her past. And I think this is, uh, you know, uh, stakes, some stakes caliber horses in there. So I think she'll, she'll fit just fine. And the layoff's a little bit of a concern, but I know Motion can, can get one ready to do that. Uh, if you want to go deeper, Gladys, uh, third in the grade two last time, was uh, noteworthy. And then uh, for a price, you could look at Tweety Show, the two. Horse that has run well here before. And uh, I think uh, you know, Ron Isbell doesn't have many horses, and uh, this is one he's had some success with. And so, you know, if he's showing up here at Keeneland, I think she's probably going to be ready to, to run her best. We'll just see if that's, that's good enough. But I think that's one to keep an eye on. Eighth ra- or the ninth race that wraps up the pick four is a maiden claimer, 20K level. Phillies and mares three and up six furlongs. I took Queen Cordelia. Part of the reason, well, two reasons. I think we get a little better price because of Declan Cannon riding with some bigger name riders in here. I think he might get a little lost. Uh, this horse might get a little lost on the tote board. And I, I generally like the horses off the fairground circuit in these uh, level of races. But the Turfway horses have fared uh, well also. And uh, Watermark for Ben Colbrook uh, that run two back against 30K claiming level types uh, would stack up well here. Uh, another Manic Monday was a good third in the debut, and if uh, she can improve off that, she could have a say in this. Hot Anna the Nine, second off a long layoff, and now gets back to the main track from Synthetic. So uh, I'm going to use uh, three. I'm actually going to uh, – I left out Hot Anna just for budgetary reasons when I built my pick four ticket, but if you can add a fourth one when you're structuring your ticket, that probably would be – a a wise thing to do, but I have Queen Cordelia on top over Watermark. How about you? I thought this was a very weak maiden race. The 20,000 level is, is weak anyway, but there, uh, Watermark was my pick in here coming off those turfway races. Um, 63 buyer, if if she's able to repeat that, there's nobody in this field who aren't running anywhere close to that. And that was on the synthetic, and that was at the 30,000 level at turfway. There's not that big a drop-off. A lot of these horses that are running at Turfway come back here and run to the same level. They're just running for a little more money. So I think Watermark is my pick. Going to use Queen Cordelia. Uh, Going to use Hot Anna, the other horses you said. But I'm going to throw in one more. Uh, this is just a uh, one of the things that I do on maiden claimers. I always throw a first-time starter in there because they haven't proven that they can lose. So I'm going to use Shady for Eddie Keneally. Uh, not a really good first-time starter trainer, but... Louis Saez takes this horse, stuck in a 12 hole, but she doesn't have to be very much here. So I think she's got a shot as well. Um, morning line is uh, eight to one. I don't know if you're going to get that on a Keneally horse with Saez, but if you do, it might be a good price here. And uh, go four deep. The Keneally Saez teams have done well so far at the meet, too. Yeah, he's three for 11 with uh, three three seconds and a third. So he's, uh, he, his barn has done really well. I think this horse is live here. Talk about your pick four ticket. How are you structuring it? 
all right, I got a $64 ticket. That's a little more expensive than I wanted to go, but I couldn't find a single. Two, three, four, eight in the first leg. Uh, back to the two two horses I really like in the second leg, five and nine. And if you don't like mine for passion, you might single Falcon out on the outside for Pletcher and Gaff Leon because I, I think she's going to be right there. Then three, four, six, eight in the eighth race and two, four, nine, twelve. That is a sixty-four dollar ticket. Recap two three four eight with five nine with three four six eight with two four nine twelve. And don't forget Shady in the last race. I think she's got a real shot. My ticket is seventy-two dollars, but I suspect in the first leg you'll have one of these six horses I'm gonna use scratch, at least one of them, and that'll lock the ticket cost down. Because one of the horses I have is then also eligible, the thirteen, but I've got two, three, four, eight, ten, thirteen to start. So taking six of them with one, two, eight, nine with three six, with one two four again seventy two dollars, but I don't think it'll end up costing that much. I think it'll have a, a scratch or two in there, and uh, we'll knock down the cost. But it is a a tough sequence um, on Thursday, just because it's uh, unless you can single in on that maybe Falconette that could uh, help you pare down a ticket cost. But uh, otherwise, it's it's hard to uh, make a case for for singles. So best of luck. Don't forget the turf pick three. Uh, was is comes back on Thursday and it starts in race four. Uh, you got a, a two-year-old filly race, another baby race, and race two on the Thursday card. So, good luck with your handicapping, and we'll be back. We'll have a stake race to talk about on the Friday card in our next edition of the In the Money podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.